I'm your host, Jim Schneider, coming to you from lovely Denver, Colorado, and joined by a panel of neutral zoners from all around the country. Out in Eugene, Oregon, we've got Tom Breuer on the program. Hello, Tom. Hello. Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, sir. Well, it's morning here. Well, that's right. It's morning at recording time. It's, you know, whatever time of day it is, whenever you listen to this, this is the beauty of podcasts. So, happy whatever time of day it is. And uh, in Dallas, Texas, we've got Price Trozen. Guten Tag, Price. Gordon's alive. <laughs> Gordon is alive, I hope. Uh, <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona, we've got Robert Licardo. Hello, Robert. Hello. Chicago, Illinois, Locke Peterson. I was Hello, like, wait, Locke. someone else is in Chicago? Oh, wait, it's me. That's you, buddy. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> That's right. It's Sunday, and Locke is... You know, Hungover. Maybe, maybe had a few drinks yesterday. That's, it may, I tell you, you telling me that lock may be misty of all those times we got together to watch football on Sundays. When you, you were yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually very glad that I have Sunday now to recoup and rest <laughs> instead of having to haul my butt over to Will's and that, that's good. Drink giant forty ounces of uh, lineys. And uh, yes, and speaking of Wisconsin, Wisconsin beers, liney. And Green Bay, Wisconsin, Monica Larkin. Hello. Hi. No Welcome back, today. everybody. Good to have you here. I know it's been a little while, so thanks for doing the program today. Hola, amigos. I know it's been a while since I wrapped that show, but old Jim Ankauer is that busy. <laughs> Has there been a Jim Ankauer column any time? No, in the he, last re- several he, years? Uh, he, he retired a while. They retired wow. him a couple years ago. That's a tragedy. I always loved Jim Ankauer of the Onion. That's, yeah. Anyway. So, in the time that we've uh, had off, you know, much has happened. The NFL season, the uh, regular season, came to an end. We had the playoffs, which, of all those playoff games, can we agree there were, like, two, maybe three that were any good? Yeah, but the uh, one, the Packer, Packers-Cowboys uh, was... Packers-Cowboys was great. Uh, that was phenomenal. And, uh, oh, what was the other... Uh, that, that There were two great games that day. Um, oh, uh, Patriots... Patriots picked Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, wait, that was the championship game. I think it was... Uh, it was Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Kansas City Pittsburgh. That was interesting. Right, game. right. That was a two-point uh, game, yeah. Right. But I'm trying to think. Most of the rest of the playoffs were kind of crappy, right? Crappy. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say. I yeah. should note that um, last summer I turned 50 years old, which means that my first Super Bowl that I was alive for, which was the first Super Bowl mm-hmm. ever was Packers, Kansas City. So I was kind of pulling for that sort of 50-year, yeah. I'm 50. Oh, right. And this is really not that interesting. You could probably just cut that whole part out. No, well, i got to tell you, was, it's something right I've been pulling was, for. Breuer, you've been a big guy. Oh, I, I, last year I was hoping for the Super Bowl 50 that they'd, they'd do that reunion. And, yeah. and then this year I thought, well, 50th anniversary. Yeah. But we're just going to have to wait. I guess. Yeah. It until, depends. Until, it I guess we're just going to have to wait until the Patriots just, I don't know, leave the league. Um, well, that that scenario depends on both Andy Reid and Mike McCarthy. 
getting this. So, so we've always said in this group, I think, is actually where it started, that the Patriots were Belichick was uh, Palpatine. Yes. yes. And then Brady was Vader. Was that right? Sure, I'll go with that. So, yeah. so Gronk is Kylo Ren, or how does this work? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Yeah, we're getting down there now. Uh, when, when the hell do they blow up the Death Star? That's what I want to know. Who is Aaron Hernandez? What? What is? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Aaron Hernandez is Darth Maul. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. He is so, Darth Maul. So that's, that's Robert Kraft actually went in and out of Trump Tower over the holidays too. Mm-hmm. So we have to factor that in. Oh. That's right. But he's Snook, right? He's he's uh, he's supreme oh, leader. Yeah. Snoke. The problem Snooky. the problem with that analogy though is that the, the rebels steal the plans from the Empire, whereas <laughs> it's the opposite in, in Patriots. <laughs> That's world. true. Uh, it is the Patriots who are often stealing the plans or you know jamming the transmissions. Right. It makes <laughs> you wonder if they're like yeah. if they're like Patriot if uh if yeah if if Empire if Imperial uh, supporters are like those rebels cheat. <laughs> Fight them clean and square with this giant planet killer, and they cheat. Right. All, right. That Death Star was rigged. Death Star was rigged. It was rigged. You know what you sound like there? You sound like Skip Bayless saying that. You said when when Aaron Rodgers can't beat you, he tricks you. You know, <laughs> I, I do have, have you guys seen? <laughs> Who have you guys Skip seen Bayless? his meltdown after the Cowboys uh, Packers game? No, no, it was awful. Everyone, I, I, read, I read someone said, hey, Skip Bayless admits his mistake, and I read his 10 tweets, and he didn't at all. He, no, he honestly didn't. talked about it as if the Cowboys won. Like, he, by, by looking at his Twitter that night, you would have thought the Cowboys won the game. He said that yeah. Dak Prescott outdueled Aaron Rodgers. He went up this whole thing. And it was insane. I mean, it was really – I get very, that he hates the Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers fine, but it, it, it was really off the rails. It was pretty weird very, even for Skip Bayless. My very favorite part of all of that was when he referred to Rogers' uh, throw to Jared Cook at the end of the game as an easy pitch and catch. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's like what that was. Yeah. The Cowboys' defense left him open for an easy pitch and catch, and I'm like, well, yeah, you're really kind of missing the point, it, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, God bless Joey. God bless Tommy Krabs for being yeah. for being him. And that's yeah, Tommy Krabs. Uh, we, I, Price, do you still follow him on Twitter? This is Tom yeah, Crabtree, yeah, former uh, uh, tight end for the Green Bay Packers, who is a goofy follow on Twitter, I have to say. Like, he's occasionally very funny. Um, just a weird guy. Looks like Mo the Bully from uh, Calvin Hobbes. <laughs> I, would, I, I tweeted at it. I, I wanted t- to roll back to uh, – I'm just picturing now. Yeah, I mean, he liked design. my tweet, so I'm now a celebrity. Oh, good going. Is it locked for <laughs> Yeah. A tweet celebrity. Yes. Um I was just thinking that I want to see matching posters, one from the Rebel Alliance that says, has a picture of Alderaan exploding that says, never forget, and then one from the Empire uh, Propaganda Office that has a picture of the Death Star exploding that says, never forget, <laughs> <laughs> and see them side by side. That, you yes. know, that is probably it would be a, it would be, a, it would be a, a trunchant commentary on, on propaganda and uh, the use of propaganda on both sides. <laughs> okay, I need to look up that word, like, right now. <laughs> I don't know if that was actually a word. I might have made that word up. It okay. sounded good. I, I, I bought it. Yeah. Let's all pretend going forward that truncheon yeah. is a word. It's not. We coined it here, everybody, and let's we'll come up with a definition for it. That'd be great. If uh, ginormous can make the dictionary, so can truncheon. Precisely. 
Precisamundo. Uh, All right. But I do want what to, are we supposed to be talking about? Well, we were going to talk about the Super Bowl, although I, I do want to go back to this talk we were just having about, you know, how neat it would be to see a re- replay of, of Super Bowl one. That'll never happen. Uh, and, and Andy Reid and uh, Mike McCarthy got brought up earlier. And I think, are there two coaches that will leave football with a more, with a, like more wins under their belt, but fewer championships? Well, you know, McCarthy has one, so. That's true. Doesn't Don Shula only have one Super Bowl? No, he was, oh, but, was had, he the coach of Baltimore in Super Bowl? Don, uh, mm. Oh, no. Don Shula had two with the Dolphins and. I think one one. I thought he only had one with the Dolphins. No, he had no, two. Back-to-backs. Two, two in a row, right. Oh, okay. 70, 73. Mike well, McCarthy I, has as many Super Bowl rings as Robert Kraft has lost to Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a bit to unpack that, but That's I got right. there. But yes, Vladimir Putin does have a Super Bowl ring, and so does Mike McCarthy. Yes. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, well, I, some, wait, some, so, so, wait, let's, let's, let's go back and edit. Yeah, Mike McCarthy has as many Super Bowl rings as Vladimir Putin. That's true. That'd be a better way to say it. That's true. Yeah, and some some Packer fans would give them equal credit. <laughs> Packers <laughs> Super Bowl win because yeah, I, I I tend to be a McCarthy apologist, and I admit that this year in the middle of the season I sort of got off that bandwagon, and then then he came off, you know. He proved me wrong, but there's something about, I don't know, he just, he doesn't finish most of the time, but most coaches don't, so. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't feel as bad as a Packer fan about this season simply because, uh, A, I didn't really expect him to go very far anyway, and B, for once, I don't feel like in that last game against the Falcons, like, oh man, if he just would have done this or like that no. one call would have been made different. That was just uh, two teams that were just not matched at all. Like, I mean, they're, they're, that wasn't even close. So, okay. I mean, I think the Falcons, and let's actually, okay, so let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit since that's coming up. Does anybody here want to see the New England Patriots win the Super Bowl? Oh, God, no. 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 That's, that's what I thought. I think we all stand united <laughs> on this. Excuse me. Apologies to any Patriots fans who might listen Excuse to this. Me. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh. Excuse me. We got one? I have a very, very selfish reason for the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Oh, this this involves this, oh, this no. involves Robert and I every year have a two person pick them every year. Mm-hmm. And this year, going into the Super Bowl, I am one game ahead. So I am picking the Patriots solely for the purpose of that. I want the Patriots to win so I can beat Robert. And otherwise, I'm pretty much out of it because I'm not even going to watch the Super Bowl. Really, I might tune in a little bit, but. I would like the Patriots to win slowly for the purpose of beating Robert in our pickup game. Let me ask you this: Have you have you ever beaten me in the pickup game? All the years we've played? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seemed to have forgotten that for somehow. <laughs> and we yeah we go back and forth, but I mean it, it's in in a year like this when I mean the Patriots haven't won a Super Bowl in in a while and two years. Yeah. And I've, I've pretty much, I've, I've pretty much time. tuned out. I pretty much only two years. Yeah, but really, yeah. they beat Seattle in that stupid play. Oh, that's right. That's, no. I didn't watch that one either. Anyway, I've, I've, actually, I've learned to tune out. I've learned to tune out Chowda in my in my life. Anytime I hear anyone start going on about the Red Sox or the Patriots, that I, and 
it just turns to butterflies and floats away. So, and so, yeah, just selfishly, I only want the Patriots to win for, for my own purposes, but if Atlanta wins, I'm not going to cry. I have to say, I'm, I'm really, really appalled at that. And it's, it's kind of like hoping for war with Iraq. So your Halliburton stock goes up. I put it. I put it on the exact same level, and I, I'd I say just, I should just I'd sign say that off. little change is a little specious. I think you can flagellate yourself um, after, maybe after the, the podcast, but well, you certainly need to do that. I understand your uh, point there, Tom, but I, I was. I would say that at least, uh, at least there's a reason for cheering for the Patriots. I guess for Price here. I mean, I understand beating somebody else is something for, uh, but. To just say, like, boy, the Patriots are due. Yeah, that. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's funny, I was thinking about this the other day when, when the Patriots beat the Rams back in, what was it, 2001? Yeah. In their, fir- their first Super Bowl win, I was just, like, celebrating because yeah. I'm thinking I back then. I was just going to cool. say, it's, it's, it's like I, 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 they, they, were the, they were the scrappy underdogs. Remember those days? Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome. The, the Patriots win. And now it's just like. You know, how, how many times have they been caught cheating? Well, it's just it's just like you're like, oh, that emperor, that that Senator Palpatine from Naboo. Naboo needs a shot. Let's get Naboo's. Let's hear Naboo's voice for a change. <laughs> um, hey, let me just uh, make one Don Shula comment to oh, sure. close that out. Yes. Uh, he was the losing coach against Joe Namath's Jets in Super Bowl three for the Baltimore so. Colts. Oh, yes, that's Jets have not He's done anything since two and four uh, in the Super Bowls. Wow, really? He lost yes. four Super Bowls. Yes, he lost uh, Dolphins three lost... times and hmm. once with the uh, Colts. Well, he lost Let's to the just, Cowboys but... with the Dolphins, I think. Right, and then they lost. They lost to the Redskins. They lost to the Forty ers now, how many, how many Super Bowl wins did Tom Landry have? Just two, right? Uh, Tom Landry beat the Broncos, and I don't think did they did he ever beat Pittsburgh? I can't remember. And no, they, no, he also beat um, the Dolphins in uh, yeah, the Dolphins. They beat uh, the Dolphins. Seventy-one. Because... The Dolphins went to the Super Bowl three years in a row: 71, 72, 73. Right, and, and that was the year yeah. that the losing player or the player on the losing team won the MVP, but the Cowboys still won, and the Dolphins oh. lost. But the Dolphins' defensive player was the MVP. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, really, if, if Mike McCarthy ever does win another Super Bowl, he's in the same league with um, Don Shula and Tom Landry. I think, right? Well, and Parcells only two. That's true. Right. Uh, even Tom Coughlin. <laughs> right, right. That's a Herculean effort right hey, there. Didn't, didn't Tom, Coughlin, Tom Coughlin's with, um, isn't he like yeah, a, he's with the some team is like their executive of football operations or something. Yeah, the Jags. 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 That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. After he started his coaching career or uh, head yeah. coaching career. I'd like to yeah. see the picture of him up in the up in the booth or something when Ooh. something happens. It is what what do we call it, Jim? Uh, uh, righteous indignation. Yeah, uh, no, not righteous indignation. It was oh. uh, indignant befuddlement. That's it, indignant befuddlement. You're right. He always does look confused, <laughs> but really upset about something. Yeah. Uh, that would that be was his, his that would be his statue in New York, like, I think. Um, although I still think my absolute favorite NFL story of the entire year was that he was still using the New York Giants gym. 
after they essentially ran him out. Like, <laughs> they're basically like forced him to resign. Like, yeah, yeah, you could still use the fitness. And he just kept showing up, like when the team was there for you know doing their workouts. There's Tom Coughlin. It's doing wow. squats. Yep. It's like you just got fired from your job and you're gonna go keep using the company gym just because you can. I wonder if that's still going. I like that. Is it a separation agreement? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny. It is, but I digress. Uh now getting to the Super Bowl though, like I will say, uh not only am I pulling against the Patriots, because, yeah, I don't really want to see the Patriots. And, and with respect to you, Price, I understand your perspective there. Not to uh, pick sides in this little thing you got going with Robert, but uh, I really can't tolerate the idea of the Patriots winning yet another. You're going with Robert, I understand. Oh, and, no, and, and, and frankly, I got no problem with the Falcons. Like, I think they're, especially watching that uh, championship game, I think they're an awfully good team in many ways. I think they've just been overlooked a lot this year and uh you know i think it would be that would be a cool story although what i did find interesting is i actually was just at a meeting this weekend talked to a patriots fan who just took a flight through atlanta and he did comment that walking through the atlanta airport you didn't really see anybody wearing like falcons gear or anything where it's like obviously if you went through you know boston logan everybody and their brothers wearing patriots gear maybe they're respecting the jinx that could be. Maybe they're just being smart. That's a fair point, Breyer. I don't yeah. think – I wouldn't call Atlanta a huge pro sports, uh, you know, as far as fans are concerned. I they're mean, not. Maybe you, yeah. if, Georgia, if Georgia was in the national title game, you know, everybody would have Georgia Bulldog stuff on. Right. That's true. I mean, I, I've been to a Falcons game uh, at the Georgia Dome, and, yeah, it was – I mean, they were fine fans, but it was one of those things where they were losing – by the third quarter and the place emptied out. So, and they're not the most <laughs> hardcore fans. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But you know, still, I think it's uh, I actually think it could be a good game um, because they are both pretty good offenses. So who does everybody think is going to win apart from who you want to win? I mean, the line is like Patriots by a touchdown. I want to say, or something. Is it really? Yeah. Well, which I actually think is overly generous. I, um, I got it. Because of, I, I think the Falcons have a good shot. In fact, I, I would probably pick them. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to pass, I would. It's really, it's really all on their defense if they can just contain Brady somehow. Yeah. Well, I wonder how much the Patriots are an, are an illusion this year because there was that um, the, the fact that they really didn't play very many good quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, you saw the quarterbacks that they beat. And, and they had the easiest path to the Super Bowl. They had to go through the Texans for, first of all, with Brock Osweiler. Right. And then, and then they played the Steelers. Steelers are a good team, but they also just are incredibly banged up. I mean, yeah. Roethlisberger their defense is not what it used to be previous week, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I, I do think it's funny that everyone's talking about like, well, is the Atlanta defense going to be good enough to hold the Patriots, I, I really kind of think the question should be the other way because, <laughs> I mean, the Atlanta offense is awfully good. Oh, that's true. And I don't think so, – I don't know that the Patriots' defense – I mean, I think they're pretty good, but I don't think they're any kind of lights-out defense that I'm aware of. Um, um, but th- Statistically, they're up there, and I'm not sure how yeah. that came about, but they're statistically, they're in the top ten with yards and okay. points allowed and all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah. Well, oh. I at least think it should be an interesting game. Um, I, I think I will watch. I know there's a few I've passed on, but uh, at least this one I feel I feel like I can at least cheer for the Falcons. That year that was the Patriots Seahawks. I, that was the one Super Bowl I just didn't, couldn't watch it all. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't yeah. stomach that after yeah. the championship game. I I just 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, yeah, I wasn't even, I, I don't think I watched even a minute of that. That might've been another one of the times when I, oh, kind of like, uh, I think that's the, was that the year that I went, I went to, I went to see some, in, I think I went to see that silent movie with Adam Yes, you did. Movies. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Super Bowl was here and, uh, All right. yeah, this place was buzzing for two weeks and yeah, Jennifer was like, uh, she was the uh, ESPN whore because, I mean, ESPN <laughs> set up in Scottsdale. Well, they set up in Scottsdale at the Scottsdale Mall, like outdoors, and she was there every morning, like w- waiting to see Mike and Mike and everybody. I mean, she—I'd wake up and she'd be gone because she went to ESPN. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> okay. like my kind of girl. Oh, yeah. she. In fact, it, something came up as a memory on Facebook. It's this picture of Sal, Pal- you know, Sal Palantonio was broadcasting on TV, and if you look in the background, in the distance, you can see Jennifer, like, right below his elbow, you can see Jennifer in the distance standing there waving. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's I, I like that. I like that dedication to the cause. Uh, yeah, it was great. I, I call her, I'm like, are you at ESPN? She's like, yes. <laughs> Busted. I want to back up to the part where we get to say whore on this podcast now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We, I'm we, making we a note of the rules. Okay. Not that we ever we can say a lot more. We can say a lot more than that. that too, Adam. Yeah. Cool. We prefer, you know, sex yes. tonight, but night. Uh, can, we, can, we can we say fuck stick because getting back Belichick. <laughs> I know. And Jennifer marched last week, and here I am calling her whore. What, what am I? I don't <laughs> You can just put a note on the uh, on the on the podcast uh, details, just saying that we normally do not allow the use of the f word, but we were talking about the Patriots this week. Yeah, I think anyone would understand. <laughs> there you that. go. Yeah, not least of which Boston fans. Come on, they're not exactly known for their tidy mouths. Um, you know, uh, yeah, but so yeah. when when does this era of of Boston sports supremacy end? I don't know. And is there a flip side of it? I mean, I'm thinking about, I feel terrible for, I mean, not really because I don't like any of these teams very much either, but the other teams in that division, it's just been like pointless. Have the Patriots not won the AFC East? Like always. I think the one time they didn't win was like when Patriot, when Brady was injured and Matt Castle was there. Yeah. And they still won 11 and well, 11. Yeah. They went 11, five and missed the playoffs. Right. Playoffs. Well, I don't know. I, I think that I think a couple other teams have snuck in here and there. I know that. Well, the Jets went to the championship game one year, but I think they did it as a wild card. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to. I mean, this, this is the sixth year in a row that the Patriots went to the AFC championship, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. insane. But what is what is Brady now? Thirty nine or what, how old is he? He is getting oh, up there. Like I think he is about thirty eight or thirty nine. And um, I didn't realize Roethlisberger is about that age too. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's yeah. older than I thought. He's been around. He was still he was Colorado oh, yeah. was his first coach. I mean, he's, those yeah. guys those guys both came in when I was back in Colorado, so they've been in since two thousand or two thousand and one, something like that. Oh, yeah, well, because Russell's playing uh, some contract thing now, and he's starting to rumble around like, oh, maybe I should retire. I, I feel like when he walks off the field, he's going to be like the the Blues Brothers car at the end of the movie, where it just falls <laughs> apart. So, uh, to interrupt, Tom Brady is thirty nine, and Big Ben is only thirty. Oh, he's only 34. Oh, I was thinking that. Yeah, really? But, but actually, professional sports medicine is the only time you can actually say that 40 really is the new 30, thanks yeah. to uh, <laughs> thanks true. to uh, advancements yeah, in. Well, let's not forget, Brady's got that funky diet that he's on and all the, you know, he said he's going to be able to play till he's like 50 or something. 
Oh, what diet? Is okay. It? He's also got like rejuvenating pajamas or something that he's selling. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. What is it serious? Well, yeah, Google that. It's something, some some kind of pajamas he wears at night that are, and now he's mass marketing them, so you can also rejuvenate. Wow. And he, and I he just have a whole rock. lot of jokes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, what was that, Monica? He imitates The Rock from, uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson oh. in his infomercial. What? Seriously? Ser seriously. Okay, I, I didn't know he has an infomercial, which I am immediately going to look up after we're done with this. And Wait, who has an infomercial? I, Tom Brady. Well, I don't know if... I don't know if it's a what? total infomercial, but it is definitely a commercial where he imitates the Dwayne Rock. The Rock Johnson. That's bizarre. From from his WWE days. And let me ask you, Monica, your personal opinion: how how good is the impression? It's awful. It's so <laughs> wonderfully awful. So he's as good. He's as bad uh, an, imper uh, uh, an impersonation comic as he is. Uh, Good a quarterback, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it is. The thing is, first of all, why do you sell your Tom Brady? You need to sell pajamas. Why? That's a uh, odd. Yeah. Try not to embarrass yourself in your own commercial. Yeah. Wow. What is Tom thing? Brady sells Under Armour pajamas with bioceramic technology that's been incorporated into a pattern lining the garments. It's like. To, re to rejuvenate after workouts or something. I have a, a Patriots stat here. Yeah. Since 2001, they have not won the division twice. Since Ugh. 2001. Wow. That's a long stretch. Yeah. Sure helps having the Jets in there. It does. I just want to say that, that all this talk about Tom Brady's pajamas, I have been putting a tamp, putting a lid on a number of Tom Brady's Balls, testicles, and semen jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we could workshop those right here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's new... work out. Let's work out. Let's work out Tom Brady's balls. How about yeah. that? Let's just <laughs> massage and rub Tom balls Brady's balls until we the shaft. So let's let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to do that. The Boston media does that enough. <laughs> I'm experiencing my own deflate gate right now. Oh, that was a nice capper on that one, Robert. Thank you. Bringing that all together. Thank you for ending it. Yes. But hey, I'm just going to go ahead and call it though. I think that I think the Falcons win this one. I really do. I got a good team. Do you have a Do you have a score? What's your What score? Oh, that's a good question. Um. I'm going to say Falcons about 80. One zero. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Falcons 38, Patriots 31. I'm, I'm thinking that's – I was thinking of a score in the 30s on both sides. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I was going to say 38-27. I like 38-31. I do too. 30-27 Patriots. Yeah. <sighs> well, oh. prices, hope springs eternal. Yep. So how many would this be? Five Super Bowls for those fuckwads? Yes, yes, yes. I believe it would be right. No. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, this long nightmare of Boston supremacy and sports will come to an end one of these days, and Cleveland will finally ascend to its rightful place. <laughs> and, uh, oh, speaking of which, I am tired of LeBron whining. I really am. What's he whining about now? I haven't been paying attention. NBA oh. talk. Uh-oh. 
Oh, I, it's, you know, they've spent all this money on all these players that LeBron wanted. You know, he'd say, I want this guy. Oh, pay my man Tristan Thompson. Uh, pay my man J.R. Smith. And now he's crying that they don't have enough players. Well, they're over the cap, and they they pay like a $90 million luxury tax or something ridiculous like that. It's wow. like you can't cry for anything. I mean, they get, he gave him basically everything he wanted, and he's still whining. Yeah. Anyway, well, they won their uh, championship. Forget about it. Conversation killer. Oh, it's not. It's... <laughs> well, the Browns. I mean, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be something to see the Browns actually ascendant and and you know winning a Super Bowl or get even getting to the playoffs or yeah? I mean, winning, you know, winning is a, Hellman still out. there? Uh, no, he's out. No. I think the Browns have. have I, no joke. I think they've cleaned house like three times in the last five years. I mean, it's, I oh yeah, for sure. Nobody's there from five minutes ago. Like it's a it's a constant revolving. <laughs> Joe door. Thomas, right? Yeah, that's it. Joe, Joe Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. No. Joe Thomas from from University of Wisconsin, offensive yes. guard, Hall of Famer, a Hall of Famer who I think might not have ever played on a team with a winning record. Oh, I'm yeah, and how positive you feel that's for that true. Guy? I feel pretty bad for that guy. The Browns haven't had a winning record for how long has he been there? Twelve years. Oh God. Yeah. I gotta look that up too. Have the Browns? I mean, I guess I'm trying to think. Like, since they came back into the league, I feel like they snuck into the playoffs once. Like maybe back in the early '90s, or I mean, the late '90s. You're right, Uh, but they've been pretty bad. How I want you to I want you to record this to play back in 20 years when we do the Neutral Zone uh, 20th anniversary show. Yeah. Uh, where we all hate the Browns because they just win every year. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> you never know. By, you never know. Joe Thomas was drafted in 07, so he's been there 10 years. Wow, 10 years. Have they had a winning record in, in those 10 years? Probably not. I don't think Probably so. Not. It's been an awfully long time. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. But he's been to the Pro Bowl every single year he's been with them, so yeah. I guess well, there's the, something. The Browns missed the glory days of Tim Couch. They had a really good team there for a while in the 80s yeah. with the Kozar and mm-hmm. well, the fumble. Everybody remembers that. Oh, yeah. They were 10 and 6 in 2007 when Joe Thomas was drafted. Oh. 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 7 and 9, 3 and 13. And this year they were 1 and 15. Wow. God. That's not good. That is not good. I, and, you know. Here comes my uh, my clumsy transition because I do remember uh, around the holidays seeing you know somebody tweet that uh, that there had been two new Star Wars movies since the Browns had last won a game before they actually did win a game late in the season. Right. Um, <laughs> that's which, awesome. Which yeah, that's really crazy. Which does bring me to you know the recent announcement this last week of uh, the title of the new Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. I wanted to go around and get everybody's thoughts on that. I, meh. I, it, it, it didn't really grab me. I don't know why. Anybody else? Any pros? Well, for, forced, force awakened, forced awakened, forced, yeah. forced awake. <laughs> isn't isn't, exactly for, isn't uh, forced awakening the, that Anakin scene from uh, Attack of the Clones? I yeah, I think yeah. forced awakening is a lifetime movie from the nineties. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, Force Awakens wasn't. I mean, that was more just like Force Awakens was just sort of a nod to say, "Hey, we're bringing the franchise back." Yep. Disney now, come on back. 
I actually do feel like The Last Jedi is like the perfect Disney Star Wars title because it is neither very grabby nor very... It, it, it feels so perfectly workshopped as if to create no opinion whatsoever. <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it hits middle zone. I always say this about George Lucas. He yeah. made a lot of bad decisions, but yep. they were always 100% his personal decisions. Like, yes. you know, Phantom Menace... That was him. He wanted it. He wanted that sort of a you know throwback to the old serials, uh, '40s serials kind of yep. titles. Um, Last Jedi, yeah. I mean, I think Last Starfighter. I, yeah. I think that uh, Robert <laughs> Preston's going to show up. And Last Starfighter is awesome. As horrible a name as Phantom Menace was, at least at least it got you kind of thinking, like what what's that all about? Yeah. No. The yeah. The title. Times. I remember when I heard it, I was kind of it was sort of jarring, but I was like, well, okay, you know, and then. And a lot of the Star Wars titles have kind of been that way. And I don't I hate st- The Last Jedi, but I, I really do feel like it's about as, as uh, you know, sanitary as it can be. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to blow your minds for a second here. Jedi is both a singular and plural term. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, I saw some wow. fan theory about that. Right? There was like, oh three god, movies. and of course, yeah. there's fan theory about it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is our modern. These are our modern times. I have an incredible idea. Yeah, there's already a Reddit Reddit thread about that. <laughs> no, I hadn't heard that though. But that is that is interesting, Locke. That's true. Yeah, because it was kind like of taking themselves into into a corner with that title, though. I mean, what they they could they could call it the penultimate Jedi. That would be give <laughs> up some wiggle room. <laughs> I saw a meme where the episode nine title was, wait, we found another Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There is it's another. sort of like, it's sort of like the, uh, the final. There is another. Yeah. Stones or something. But yeah. <laughs> and also, I, I mean, this gets to the whole thing. Uh, Rogue One addresses this. Uh, Force Awakens addresses this. The idea of people who are not technically Jedi or Sith, but who we would consider quote unquote force adept. Mm hmm. Um, the guy in Rogue One, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Donnie Yen. Yeah, well, Donnie Yen's character, yes. I, don't, yeah. I can't remember anyone's name. I can't remember a single ah, person's name. I have to say, I'm the same way. I enjoyed Rogue One thoroughly, but it, it kind of fell out of my brain quickly after I left the theater. Yeah. I absolutely love it. But yeah, um, yeah, but Kylo Ren is not a Sith. He's mm-hmm. he's just Force Adept. Uh, Rey, so far, Rey. is not a Jedi. She's just Force Adept. And yeah, I do wonder if maybe this is like some kind of moving on from the Jedi Sith thing to something else. Because yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, like the Knights of Ren are not Sith. They're I think else. I think Force Adept is kind of the participation ribbon of the <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Would Leia you're all Force Adept. Category? Everybody's Force Adept. What's that, Monica? Would Leia be thrown into that category too? She is Force she... Adept, but has chosen not to really learn how to use it. Is that right? Yeah, she's not a Jedi. She's, she's so, and, and yeah. So how does this relate to midichlorians, which um, we all love? <laughs> also, <yeah. laughs> I mean, does that mean you have the same number of midichlorians as a Jedi, and you just well, so you know, we all we all we all hate midichlorians, but into the weeds, the best... everyone, into the weeds, into the weeds, follow me. We'll right. come out alive. <laughs> Episode nine is going to be midichlorian madness. <laughs> The rise, the rise of the midichlorians. Yeah, that's a great pinball <laughs> <Yeah>. machine. <laughs> it's gonna be like bugs or ants. It's going to be like a, a an animated CGI thing that just right. follows a a living world of midichlorians. Love it. And Take us have, into the weeds, like, Locke. I know you had an idea here. I did. What was it? Um, 
Something about midichlorians. Oh, the, yeah. the, the Ray theory. The best Ray theory I've heard, I don't know if I've mentioned to you guys before, it's that it comes back to midichlorians. Um, un- and it comes back to Phantom Menace, which we all, you know, mm-hmm. deride. You which is that Ray, <laughs> that Ray is a clone, an attempted clone of Anakin by the Emperor. Oh, interesting. What? Whoa, that was out of left field. Because she looks exactly like she, uh, young Shimi Skywalker, and of course Shimi Skywalker was not Force adept. Interesting. She was simply impregnated by midichlorians in a virgin <laughs> virgin birth. Yeah. Well, that's, Man, that's, that's heavy. That's as plausible as anything, Lex. So if if the emperor back in the days, of course, you know, he had, you know, he was taking, you know, monthly samples of Anakin's blood and flesh, no doubt, uh, Vader's stuff, Vader's stuff, which is what we refer to now as Vader's DNA, <laughs> Vader's stuff. No, Vader's then stuff. he he would have he would have of course felt like you know Vader is flawed. He's not only physically flawed, but he's also, you know, problematic. He's not 100% committed. And uh, hmm. can I clone? Can I create Vader clones to be my apprentices in the future, where I would control them completely? Because of course, the Emperor started buying the uh, the Boba Fett, the uh, not, not Boba Fett, um, his dad's name, Jango, Jango Fett. Fett, the Jango Fett, clone. Jango Unchained Fett. So Ray is a discarded, rejected, or escaped hmm. uh, cloning attempt of Anakin. So That's an why, interesting theory, man. Why couldn't you just... I would think that some pharmaceutical company would, would isolate the midichlorian and synthetically uh, you know, just synthesize it, and it would be available commercially. Like steroids. Yeah, you just inject it. Yeah. In your butt. butt. <laughs> Wherever. <laughs> in your butt. Well, I don't know why we had to go there, but okay. I'm just saying it would go in your butt. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so a midichlorian suppository is what you're... <laughs> No, I was thinking that. I was thinking, well, I was thinking that you that you shoot it into your butt in a syringe. But let's go with suppository. Yeah, sure. Why not? Since we're there, you I can inject I, it into your eyeball, whatever. Um, the cream in the clear. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is uh, <laughs> so this could be another interesting spin-off series, like the you know the midichlorian uh, sort of drug problem. I want you guys, yeah, the, I, I want you to appreciate, and Tom started this one, our attempts to continually keep this in the neutral zone, where if we're talking about sci-fi geek stuff, we yep. bring in sports. Bring in some sports. Sorry, right. Sports, we bring in sci-fi. That's right. I, I appreciate that, you guys. That's, that's a nice a nice effort. Although I'm thinking of all the, the fan theories of Ray's parentage. I think it would be a funny uh, curveball to have her parents be somebody just completely unimportant in the original movie. Like, I'm thinking like Lobot. From Bespin, <laughs> like uh, just some random, like oh yeah, I guess he had a daughter and did, she got dumped so, off. So, so you want reason. you want the big scene in in episode nine where she like opens a chest <laughs> and uh, that what's her name gave to her Maz or what's oh her, yeah what's yeah her? yeah. Is there a chest that she opens it? There's a little lobot, like you yeah, know, earphones. Headset. Yeah, the headset. headset. Yeah, and she puts it on <laughs> and she's yeah. like, dun, dun, dun. that's right. Oh. <laughs> Or she goes to a faraway planet and finds Lobot in a cave there <laughs> and walks up and hands him his headset. Yeah, oh, here he, he's just standing there with his eyes closed. I was always fascinated by that in Empire Strikes Back. There's a scene where he's just literally standing there, like, asleep, standing up. And, you know, Lando, like, hits his watch and, bloop, his eyes go open. Like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like, he's just been hanging out this whole time. Yeah. So that's that's my that's my fun theory. Maybe, maybe you could still make that happen. I mean, yeah. can you, you know... 
I'm, I'm going to start a write-in campaign to uh, to Disney. See if we can do about that, that. That would be that would be pretty awesome. Script, bro. Yeah. Maybe not the you know hottest box office so, idea, but so we have not addressed this, of course, because yeah. we haven't done a podcast before the holidays. But you know, Disney Lucasfilm Lucasfilm actually released a statement saying they were not going to digitize mm. Carrie Fisher for Episode Nine. Yes, thank God. So thank God. I agree. Which makes me think that maybe she's already going to die in Episode Eight. I am getting the feeling like. She was probably going to die at some point, and they may end up accelerating because they already finished. I think they already wrapped yeah. on. They, 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 they had wrapped it, finished. yeah. So because my whole thing was, and this, this again, I didn't want to say this like two weeks ago because we all felt bad about Carrie. Yes, Fisher and by the way, I know it has been a little while, so we of course are all very sad. By her Absolutely, I love the fact that she's become resurrected as an anti-Trump uh, yeah. icon it on posters. Um, but you know, Leia's story, people forget it's not just you know. I mean, she's she's central to both the original series themes and the new one. She's yeah. Kylo Ren's mother. She's Han Solo's widow. Mm-hmm. She is Luke's sister. She is, you know, tied in directly to Luke's, the whole Luke-Anakin story. Uh, she's central to it. So I think you gotta you got to figure out some way. You can't just be like, oh, she was on a uh, yeah. transport and it blew up. I know. It's like, I was thinking this, this could she, she could meet like a Poochie the dog from The Simpsons kind of end, or like, <laughs> like and she died on her way to her home planet. Like, and um, I'm sorry, I have to go back. She can't, she can't go back to her home planet. That's really insane. Oh, that's true. That was very intense. <laughs> oh boy, I'm, I, I messed that one up. Um, well, no, yeah, so I, I, I they, feel they for the writers because they're going to have to figure out something. great on, on mm-hmm. the new movie. What's up? So like they, they wrapped up filming before she died. On, the, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they'll have yep. to figure out something. But I am relieved though that to hear that they're not going to try to do some Frankenstein thing of having her CGI'd in the last movie. I mean, I think that's. Yeah. I, I I don't know what you guys thought about that effect, but I I was thrown by it. I I sort of I, I sort of got used to uh, Grand. Um, what's his name? Grand Toff. Tarkin. I mean, I think it was overused, honestly. I think had it been used judiciously, it would have been fine. But it was like, they got a little too cocky with it. Like, hey, you know, I mean, had yeah, it been... Yeah, I mean, I think it... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, had it been kind of quick and in the background, it would have been really good. But I think it was like, your focus was on it too much, and you're kind of like, okay, this starts to look pretty weird after a while. Well, I mean, and it was really spectacular what they were able to do, but, but it, it still didn't look real, and it yeah. still feels right. right. But, but I, you know, I'm into like... I accept these things for the sake of the plot. Yeah. And I think that with, with Tarkin and Leia in the in the in Rogue One, it was very definitely saying we definitely need these characters in here because they would just have to be in here for the plot. It wouldn't yeah. make sense to be right. talking about the Death Star without Tarkin around because he was obviously, you know, running it. Right. Um, or took control of it. Yeah, would I mean, have accepted it, it, it so, if it was a different actor. Like, if it was a different actor playing Grand Moff Tarkin, would everybody have, have accepted it because they knew he was fine with it? It doesn't. I mean, yeah, I think I, that would have been disbelief. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I almost think that would have been worse. I, I don't think they really had a very good solution. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when you're when when it's like. I mean, they got away with it in one of the prequels. They had a younger guy playing a quick walk on of Tarkin. Be, you know, but that's like twenty or thirty years difference. And here you're talking about like happening at the exact same time as new hope it's trickier i guess i mean it, it, it's it's all still better than oliver reed's head uh, floating on a body in, that's uh, true in gladiator <laughs> we've come a long way <laughs> since gladiator that's very true 
Very true. I just wanted to get a mention of all of his beats. Well, thank you. And, and, you know, I do want to say, too, uh, just having talked about Carrie Fisher's passing, that we also just lost John Hurt this week, which was sad. Yes. He's another great character actor, been in a lot of really good movies. Recently, for myself as a Doctor Who fan, he was in the Doctor Who. The War Doctor. uh, The War Doctor, and I thought he was great in that episode. Um, Also, very prescient in uh, V for Vendetta now, looking back on that. Also. He was also in 1984, so if we're talking... Yes, he was. That's right. Appropriate. And, uh, and let's not forget Alien and, and Spaceballs. And if oh, you're speaking of prescient, not again. of prescient performances, mm-hmm. Caligula in um, in uh, I, Claudius. Oh, he right. Played, oh. He played uh, young... Well, there's no... And Caligula is not so our husband, yeah. so. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So John Hurt basically had been in enough of these kind of movies to say, all right, I'm out of here. I'm starting to suspect now that he was murdered by <laughs> Russian agents. <laughs> that's hey, that's price territory. What are you doing? Or by Lobot. I'm not sure. But, um, <laughs> but anyway. Well, do you know about that recent story, Price? Which one? Oh, that uh, the KGB, KGB thing? It seriously freaks me out. was murdered by, yeah. Not that John had, had here on the that, that, No, that had a bunch of info on Trump. He was recently uh, allegedly murdered by the KGB. Yeah, the guy who supplied the information that was controversial to that MI6. You know, it's not really it's not really death. conspiracy theories. If someone who might have something <laughs> against Putin getting killed, that's kind of Derek Gare these days. <laughs> a little weird. That doesn't sound like Putin at all. <laughs> that sounds like that doesn't sound like him. That kind of doesn't sound like him. That sounds exactly like more him. a little more Belichickian. Uh, um, <laughs> yes. But on that happy note, guys. I do want to say thanks for being on the show this week, and I do have a little game of yeah. visitors at the play yeah. before we wrap up. That's the only reason I do these podcasts, so I can oh, play. Oh, good. This one, I'm not going to say it's particularly uh, creative or exciting, but I did go with uh, a little bit of a Super Bowl thing, and uh, this week's is or is it is ice, ice, or ice <laughs> going on. Matty Ice, of course, Matt Ryan. So I got a couple of, of uh, biographical facts. That either apply to Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, Iceman from the X-Men, or Vanilla Ice. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to start with... uh, Put Laura ahead. Just stop now. Keep expectations expectations managed. Just stop now. That's that's the best part. That's good. Yeah, it took me a long time to come up with this one, too. And and I wish the questions were that real. Matt Ryan's real name, Van Winkle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, you're getting ahead of you're getting ahead. Oh, of no, game. that's not ahead of the game. game. It's okay. Well, and I will say this. Uh, well, coming back to it, because I remember doing one of these games with Tom Brady once, and really just banging my head against the wall, discovering that Tom Brady is one of the most boring people in terms of like any that's interesting right. facts about that's him. Right. Matt Ryan probably worse. Well, you could have um, worked those. You could have worked the re, uh, recovery pajamas in there if you. I could if I'd have known that back then. That would have been helpful. Because that's incredibly interesting. That is very interesting. Um, but I'm going to start with uh, this bio fact and a little, maybe think of you, Monica. Uh, born okay. in Port Washington, that's Port Washington, Long Island. Okay. So is that Matt Ryan, Iceman, or Vanilla Ice? Matt Ryan. Iceman. Vanilla Ice. Ice, Iceman. 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 Bobby. It is Iceman. Ice. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bobby Drake. That's right. Uh, a practice- loves his New Yorkers. That's right, he does. A practicing Catholic. That sounds like something, this kind of ridiculous thing that 
Vanilla Ice would be like. No, I say Matt Ryan. That's Matt Ryan. Come yeah, on, Matt Ryan. I don't see Vanilla Ice practicing anything. I don't see him as like committed what? to anything. I'm gonna say Matt Ryan. Practicing Catholic, Monica. Catholic? Yes. <laughs> they're not uh, professional. They're practicing. Practicing. That's right. Yeah. We always gotta get the Catholics in there. Well, uh, you know. Uh, it's... I know it's your thing, Jim. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. I was steeped I in that myself. <laughs> All right. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is correct. That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Two for two. That's I really right. thought it was vanilla ice. <laughs> it could have been. That was a, was a good good shot. You know, kind of uh, like Kevin Smith is a yeah. devout Catholic. I don't know. Yeah. Just didn't. You never know. Doesn't seem like likely. I don't know. How about born in Dallas? Right. We know it's That's not vanilla ice. Attended UCLA. Well, we know it's not Bobby Drake. And we just had Matt Vanilla Ryan. Ice. So I'm going to say Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan went to BU, so I would... Oh, wait. Vanilla Ice? So it's... Okay. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Wait, this everyone... doesn't seem... Vanilla Ice went to college? What? <laughs> the answer <laughs> exactly. is actually... Attended. It's Bobby Drake, Iceman. Wow. Wow. He was a founding member of the Champions of Los Angeles, which included Angel, Ghost Rider, and Hercules during a stint at UCLA. Wow. That's right. Wow. All right. I got everybody on one anyway. Uh, how about an early career riding motorbikes? Yeah, that's, that's vanilla. vanilla. Ice. There that's we go. Vanilla ice. That's right. He wrote his, uh, in, his, in his stellar Oscar winning movie, Cool as Ice, he was on a motorcycle all the oh, time. Oh, is that so? <laughs> It's very price. true. Only Price would know that. That's right. Well, I think everybody's homework for the next episode is to watch Cool as Ice. Are you on we'll IMDb or did you just know that? I just knew it. <laughs> dump the zero. Yo, baby, dump the zero and give it the hero. He goes into the Hall of Fame of 80s failed action franchises with Brian Bosworth's. Um, uh, oh, what was Bos's? What was Bos's? Oh yeah, he I, tried to be a Terminator kind of kind of type. Yeah. Oh yep. my god! Okay, I gotta look. I just I, don't Price, besmirch cool as ice with that fake Bosworth stuff. Price, I know that you're our archivist of <laughs> obscure knowledge, and that you always impress me with some oddball reference. But man, that you actually just quoted cool as ice is really <laughs> you've reached also, a new should, level for me. I, I'm, I'm, we should point out. We should point out. Uh, vis-a-vis price that by the time we record a next neutral zone episode the new archie will oh, have long right yeah We're i got going to have to discuss that next time it's getting good reviews for that oh, i think next week's next week's quiz should be a like a, a six degrees of kevin bacon except with vanilla ice and then we will <laughs> we'll quiz we'll quiz price on that true i did actually Brian Bosworth i was in the same Stone room cold. as vanilla ice once i didn't meet him but i was at a trade show where he was at a booth and i did see him but i Really? You didn't yes. say hi? I did not say hi. There was, believe it or not, a line. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I really did not care wow. to stand in line. Well, I, that, figured, I figured it'd just be like just a sign, which just like meet Vanilla Ice and there'd be nobody there. <laughs> oh, was that the trade show where you met your wife? And it's, uh, uh, it was, a, it, it was also in Las Vegas, but it was a different trade show. Your, yeah. World okay, of Concrete? I maybe, no. I thought maybe Vanilla Ice played a, an important role in your your life. And- I wish I could say that, but unfortunately, no, he, there, no celebrities go to World of Concrete. This was at a different trade show in Las Vegas. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Well, concrete celebrities probably go. Oh, true. Well, <laughs> like me. No. Anyway. Well, anyway. 
Yeah, my, my mouth. <laughs> well, thank Stone you guys. Cold. I think here's where we're going to wrap it up. I appreciate it. Another good episode. Thanks everybody for being a part of the panel today. Thanks everybody out there for listening. And uh, everybody have a great day. We'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks. Take care. All Excelsior. Right.